consider yourself a high achiever, smart, driven, highly successful, I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Stress Podcast. I am really, really excited to welcome our next guest to the podcast, and it's Hope Pedraza. Hi, Hope. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Julia. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I'm so excited to talk with you today about human design, but we're going to you know, take one step at a time. We're going to start at the very beginning, which are three simple questions that I like to ask my guests in order to just get into the swing of things and understand a little bit better where you're currently are in a, in a couple of different ways. So the three simple questions that I have for you, number one, where are you located? Number two, what time is it? And number three, what have you been up to today before hopping on the podcast with us? I love this. Um, so I am in San Antonio, Texas in the United States. And right now it is 4.04 p.m. and the sun is out and it's actually pretty nice and warm today. Very nice. <laughs> and, Isn't Texas always really nice? And, and- yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. We had like a cold front, so it's 90 instead of 98, but you know. Oh, wow, wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then um, before this, gosh, today has been a super busy day. Um, I have a, I have a uh, Pilates fit- and fitness studio. So I started my day off there with a couple clients And then I had a physical therapy appointment and then I had some nutrition clients and then I teach some corporate classes. And I mean, I've been all over the place today. (laughs) Wow. Okay. That's a very, very uh, multifaceted day. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about you, Hope, then. Where where did your journey start? Where did it start? Where where do you want to begin? Yeah. Um, So my journey... I guess started when I was a kid, I grew up dancing and that kind of like led me into this world of movement, which led me into Pilates. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I danced for 20 something years of my life and eventually found Pilates. And, um, I opened my Pilates and fitness studio about 10 years ago. And I honestly never really saw myself as like a business owner. Like that wasn't really what I had planned in my head, like what I wanted to do for my life. I just know that I love movement and I love Pilates and the, the, the opportunity presented itself. And so I took it. Mm-hmm. And with that, um, you know, as my, as I, you know, I bought my studio and as I've kind of grown and evolved and evolved with my studio, I've also grown and evolved in how I approach wellness and kind of my, my take on wellness. And so that kind of lent me into the world of nutrition as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I started off as just like a, just like a basic health coach. I took like an online training because I, I saw the need within my studio, of just ladies. We, I mean, men come into my studio too, but it's mostly ladies. And, you know, I'd listen to them talk to each other about doing this diet and that diet and whatever. And I'm like, no, like this is, this is not, you're doing it wrong. This is not how you do things. And so I wanted to provide just like this, level of support for the ladies coming to my studio so they could find like valuable information on like what wellness really looks like and what nutrition really looks like and things that are sustainable for sustainable health and not just fads and you know that kind of thing and and as that grew and evolved I realized that you know 
my initial approach to nutrition, which was kind of like, you know, what you, you teach people to eat healthy things. And then you, you, you're either talking about macros or calories or whatever, but I, I realized that it, like your health goes so much deeper than that. And the ladies that I was working with had these chronic things going on, like hormonal issues and thyroid issues and, and this weight issues that were more than just like tracking calories. And so that led me to just really dive deep into nutrition. And I eventually finished my diploma, the two-year program for, uh, as a holistic nutritionist, and then as a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and led me to create the online business I have now where I can, I, I can meet people wherever they are. I mean, I have clients from all over the world, my practice, which is pretty cool, but I, I can offer this like deep level of support that. I couldn't necessarily offer when I first started out and, and just my view of what wellness, like my view of wellness has shifted as my business has shifted. And that's kind of how I've evolved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. And again, I feel like you're telling us a lot of different things, obviously, and your day to day reflected that really, really well. Yeah. And you know, what made me very curious to talk with you as I first heard about you was the human design aspect. Mm -hmm. And it is something that I've never talked on my podcast before. So I would love it if you could maybe just give us a little bit of an intro into what human design is. Yeah, yeah, I love this. This is one of my favorite things. I discovered human design a few years ago and I was in a program that I worked with this spiritual coach and it, she just kind of touched the surface and it, I, I did like my human design chart and all that. And I had never felt so seen mm -hmm. and like validated when I, when I was reading my chart where I'm like, holy cow, like this is like, everybody needs to learn this. So I love being able to incorporate it. But so for those who don't know what human design is, it's basically incorporates kind of these ancient wisdom of like astrology and the Kabbalah tree of life and the chakra system, but then includes these kind of modern day things like neuroscience and quantum mechanics and quantum physics. And it puts it all together into what's called a body graph, which is your human design um, chart, if you will. And it really is, it's the energetic blueprint of your soul. And it gives you this, this kind of visual of really how truly individual and unique all of us are. And that's what I love so much about it. It's, it's, it really, it, like, I, I say this all the time and I know it sounds super cheesy, but I know when I first did mine, I, I, I felt like I, I felt like I was meeting myself for the first time, but then I also felt like I was meeting an old friend. Like it's, it's just so bizarre the way you can look at your chart and you're like, you're looking at it like, yeah, like that's me. Like, this mm -hmm. is me. Like, this is the reason I do the things that I do. This is the reason I think the way that I think. And mm -hmm. it really is validating. It's, and it's validating and it's comforting to know, like, you know, these pieces that maybe we try to hide or change or feel bad about, like, no, like this is literally who I was designed to be. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the, the piece that I love to bring into my, my coaching with my nutrition clients, because, you know, when you're looking at wellness through the lens of human design, you, we spend a lot of, I would say a really excessive amount of energy being something or trying to be someone who we are not created to be. Mm -hmm. And when we live in that way, we kind of put this facade up or we live by the shoulds, right? What we should be doing, what I should be doing here, what I should be doing there. And we're going against our energetic design, how we were designed to be and who we were designed to be. We spend this excessive amount of energy and we start to meet resistance, right? We're wondering like, why is this so hard? Why do I keep hitting a wall here? Why is this so hard? Why can't I get past this one thing in my business? Why do I keep hitting the, the wall? Why do I... And when we start to spend that excessive amount of energy, 
we start to feel things like burnout and exhaustion. Our immune system starts to weaken and all these things physically start to manifest because we're spending Mm -hmm. all of this excessive amount of energy going against our design. And so when you're able to learn who you were designed to be, how you were designed, how you you were designed to make decisions, how you were designed to move and feel and uh, interact with other people. Like this is when you start to feel like this flow in your life and you start to kind of, the resistance kind of starts to disappear because we're really living according to who we were designed to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. So cool. And it totally resonates with me as well because yeah, I'm just listening and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that there's a lot of people listening to this right now and they're thinking, yep. That's, that's kind of how I've been feeling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in human design, we differentiate between three main profiles or categories. There's types. Know. Yeah. Or so types. there's, yeah, there's five different types. Five. Yes. There's okay. five ma- ma- main types. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you, I mean, if you want, I can go through, I would love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can go through those five. And so I will say this, if you're listening, I would highly recommend you going and if you don't have your chart to get your chart, um, I typically recommend just going to myhumandesign.com. I feel like she has the best, easiest explanation. Because some of them can get real, it can get real complicated, but I feel like hers is, is really easy to read. So get your chart and you can kind of follow along. And it'll and say can your you tell type. people as well what they need in order to yes, get the Yes, yes, is, which is also important. <laughs> You're going to need <laughs> the time, the place, um, the time and place of your birth and your birthday, obviously. So the time, date, and place of your birth. And you'll just type that in. If you don't know your exact time, don't guess because that changes things. So find your birth certificate, call your mom. I know a lot of my clients do that. They're like, let me ask my mom. Mm-hmm. So um, get get the exact time. So once you have that, you can you can look and on your chart, you'll see, and it should be somewhere at the top that says your type. So I'll kind of go through the types, just kind of the gist of these and kind of like some like wellness strategies for each type. So I'll start with generators. So generators are the doers. They have a lot of energy. They are here to like make things happen. And they, because they have so much energy, they are meant to go and go and go until exhaustion. And so like my generators in terms of like sleep and like energetic needs, really, it's like, I I usually liken it to like a puppy. Like you have to let the puppy run around outside, get all its energy out. So it sleeps at night. It's like the same thing. Mm -hmm. So if I talk to my generators and, you know, now granted, there's a lot of things that contribute to sleep, but if they're having trouble falling asleep, they're waking up, like thinking about things. Well, you know, did you get enough physical activity during the day? Did you get everything that was going on in your head out of your head before you went to sleep? Like you really have to get it all out. You're meant to go until exhaustion. And then you hit the bed, hit the pillow. Um, they are also meant to really do like what brings them pleasure and joy and satisfaction and what brings them that joy in the moment. And that's a good indication. You can, you have a good indication when you are out of alignment, when you're going against your design, when you're, you're just not excited about it anymore. That's a good, like something needs to shift when Mm -hmm. that happens. Like that's a good, especially if like you're someone who runs a business, there's parts of your business where you're like, this is just not exciting to me anymore. Like either maybe it's time to make a change or maybe it's time to hire somebody to do those things for you so that you can really do the things that light you up because that's where it's going to thrive. So um, when generators feel kind of like stuck, kind of dragging, kind of like, ugh. The, the way to instantly change their state is to move their body because they have the, this energy that needs to constantly be flowing. Get up, move your body, dance around, walk around, go for a walk around the block, like whatever you need to do to move around. And that gets the energy going. Mm-hmm. 
So next we'll go to manifestors. Manifestors are a pretty small percentage of the population and they're pretty unique. So while generators are like the doers, the manifestors are like the visionary. So they like have the ideas and then the generators do the idea. Mm -hmm. So manifestors, because they're the visionary, they're, they're very independent. They see things really different and they have really changing energetic needs. So whereas, you know, generators have this high energy all the time, they always seem to be getting things done and doing things and have all these things they need to do. Manifestors kind of their energetic needs kind of move in waves. They kind of go through phases. And it's really important to understand that there's like a big intuitive piece when it comes to implementing your human design and understanding like kind of how you're feeling and where you are in the moment. Because if you're in this like action phase as a manifester, you're like getting things done, you're creating the vision, your 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 energetic needs and your caloric needs and your like fitness needs are going to be a little bit different because maybe you need more high calorie foods to really sustain that energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to be doing more like high intensity workouts to, to get the energy out. But then you'll go through these phases that are more like resting phases where you've done the thing and now your body's kind of like stepping back, like, okay, I need to take a rest. And then you kind of have to shift your energetic needs from there. Maybe you eat more cooling, more light foods. Maybe you do more lower intensity exercise like walking or yoga, something that's not as intense, but using that intuitive piece to really dive into like what your energetic needs are, like what phase you're in. And there's, it's important too for manifestors to go to bed before they're exhausted. Like they're not meant to go and go and go like generators. You're meant to go to bed before you're exhausted. If you hit that exhaustion phase, like you're doing too much, that's the indication you're out of alignment and you're doing too much. Um, And then let's see, next is manifesting generators. And I can speak, I'm a manifesting generator, so I can speak from love experience with manifesting generators. So it's kind of a mix between the two that I just talked about, but they're more generator than they are manifester. But manifesting generators are unique in the fact that they are here to do it all. Like they are multi-passionate, they're multifaceted, they can multitask like nobody's business. And this was something for me, like I always felt like I needed to apologize for, or I needed to like stop myself. Like no, you're doing too much. Like you can't do all these things. Like, cause I have so many things I'm passionate about. Like I want to do this business and this and this. And I always felt like I needed to like slow my roll. Like, no, like mm-hmm. dial it back. Like just pick one. And then once I did me human design, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this makes total sense. Like, no wonder I want to do 28 things at one time. Like this mm-hmm. is how is, you know, what, how mm-hmm. is designed. Mm-hmm. So manifesting generators really are here to do it all. And while we're, you know, some people might call them flaky or indecisive or whatever. That's just who they're here to be. They're meant to change their mind in the moment because something doesn't light them up anymore. They're here to move on to the next thing when the thing they're doing doesn't excite them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same can be true with like their eating and their exercises, doing things in phases. So maybe you have like a CrossFit phase and then you have a, a weightlifting phase and you have a running phase. You just kind of do things again that light you up in the moment. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't anymore, move on to the next thing. And that's okay to do that in your business too. Like when you're doing things and it no longer lights you up, like, okay, maybe I want to start a new project. Like there's that, that's how you were designed to be. And similar to generators, you're meant to go to, to exhaustion until you've got all your energy out. And that's how you get the good sleep at night, like wearing yourself out until the end of the day. Um, next is projectors, which I think you said you are a projector. Mm-hmm. So projectors are unique. My son is actually a projector and projectors are unique because they have, um, they are very open. Their aura is very open. And so it kind of leaves them vulnerable to 
like outside conditioning. So, which isn't a bad thing. It can just leave you susceptible to taking on others, people's like shoulds. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of have to distinguish between what somebody else's should and what, what yours is, right? Like what just kind of discerning, like where you're taking in other people's energy and where it's your own. Mm -hmm. Um, Projectors can are really good problem solvers. Um, They're really good at analyzing things in a way that people may not be able to analyze. Other people may not be able to analyze things. And because they see things so differently and their aura is so like open, they are, they really require more rest and more sleep than any other type. Hmm. Projectors aren't meant to work all day long. They're meant to work like three hours at a time, take a rest, maybe another three hours, take a rest. Like a nine to five job is a projector's nightmare. Like it's just, that's just not how they're meant to work. And you might could like speak from experience. On this. Yeah. I'm already <laughs> nodding here the whole time, but I'll, I'll say something to it in a second. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, so understanding that you, you really do need more rest and sleep than other types and honoring that, honoring the fact that you might need more sleep at night. And especially, I think there's a big piece too here with, with all the types really, But when you are in a relationship or you have a partner that's a different type, like not letting that affect how you honor your own energy, like a projector being in a relationship with a manifesting generator can be exhausting if you let it. But Mm -hmm. understanding that you're meant to go to bed because you require more sleep than your manifesting generator partner is just, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And so understanding that you do need more rest, you do need more sleep. And in similar to kind of how your energy kind of comes in chunks throughout the day, Um, It's kind of the same with food. So rather than like sitting down and eating like big, heavy meals a few times a day, smaller portion sizes, like snacking throughout throughout the day is really more supportive for your energy. And I can say that my son is like, like trying to get my son to sit down and eat a meal. Like he just doesn't want to do it. Granted, he's also, you know, he's kid, but he, he really does. That's how he is. He has these energy spurts and he wants to eat a little bit at a time. Then a little while later, eat a little bit more. So that really is how you keep your energy kind of consistent throughout the day and kind of honors the, that energetic, the changes in your energy throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Last is my, is a reflector. So reflectors are the most unique type. Only 1% of the population are reflectors. And if you look at your chart, and know this is like, we can go down tons of rabbit holes. So I'm just going to say it kind of basic. But if you look at your chart, there's a bunch of shapes on your chart. And they're either filled in with a color or they're white. Reflectors, all of the, all of the, the shapes are white, meaning that you, your energy is completely open. You are literally like taking in everybody's energy around you. Mm. So it can be exhausting to be a reflector because you are taking on everything. And again, similar to projectors, but like increase that <laughs> you are taking in other people's energy and you kind of have to discern like, what is your energy and what are you taking on? That's other people's. And because you are so sensitive to the energy and the environment around you, your, your personal space and your alone time are going to be crucial. So I always encourage my reflectors to have a space that's your own, whether it's like, a room at your house or a corner in a room at your house, but having just like this space where you can go like discharge from the day, disconnect from the day, like kind of tune into yourself and have just this quiet space, the environment and that space is going to be really important, really supportive for you. Mm -hmm. And then that intuitive piece comes in big for really big for reflectors too, because their energy is always going to be changing. There's no like steady state of energy here for reflectors. And so understanding like, when your energetic needs are changing and that, and kind of gearing your, you know, what you eat, how you move, what you're doing in your business each day, like do that accordingly. And, and don't, 
you know, don't feel like, again, there's that like deconditioning piece. Don't feel like you have to, quote, should, should be doing certain things or have to do certain things when your energy is not like allowing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Journaling and breath work are really supportive for reflectors, Mm -hmm. being able to like get things out of, you know, of their head, kind of tuning into their body can be really supportive for reflectors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And that was a lot of information. So thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. I think it's really interesting as well, because as you especially described the first three types as well, there's a a lot of things that I find, you know, resonates with me Mm -hmm. as well. And I remember that when I first heard about all of the five different human design types, I was like, I'm absolutely, definitely a generator. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then I did the test and then I was a projector and I'm pretty sure I'm a projector. And mm-hmm. and it's also really resonating with me. So the things that you actually said and how you described it is like spot on because I do feel like I'm a highly sensitive person. Mm-hmm. I take on the energies from a lot of people, which mm-hmm. obviously makes me a really great coach because I understand yeah, them and I can relate totally. to them and I'm empathetic. You know, it has always these two sides of, yep. there are, you know, there you need to protect the energy, but it can also have huge advantages, you know, yep. and that's what makes you unique. Sure. And so I would definitely invite the listeners once they've heard now all of the different types and you're maybe already thinking, I am definitely this one or I'm definitely mm-hmm. that one to go to the website and just yes. put it in and see um what comes up for you because it might surprise you and that's it's right look you know you might look at yourself in a little bit of a different light as well or yeah. you might have that light bulb moment where you're like ah okay mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. and it is really helpful to do is with your with your partner as well to understand each other better absolutely no and I love that and I think it, uh, an important piece to remember here because I've had that before where you know I do my client's human design and they're like oh this isn't what the one I thought I was or whatever I feel like that's a good point, a good place to kind of check in with yourself. And that's a good place to uncover like part of that deconditioning that needs to happen because there could be all this conditioning that's happened that's made you think you're a certain way, but really you're not. And so there's a lot of deconditioning that happens when you learn what your design really is. Like, okay, I don't, I don't have to think like that. And I don't have to believe that. Mm. And it totally will change your relationship with how your relationship with your partner, or if you have business partners or employees or um, kids, like it just changes how you see everybody. I mean, I think it's, it's such a huge light on how to deal with Mm -hmm. people. Have you ever had a client that was like, I absolutely do not resonate and connect with this? (laughs) I have not, I have not, not going to, but I have not every time I've done like my reading and explanation, they're like, oh my gosh, like you just looked into the darkest parts of my soul. Like it's Mm. always that response. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah, because Mm. one of the things that I am thinking as I'm hearing all of these things and, you know, I know that maybe sometimes my clients are a little bit um, skeptical is the right word that I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) They might be like, wow, well, you know, how does like just inputting my name and my date and my birthplace and my time going to... uh, 100%, you know, there are so many millions and billions of people in the world. Right. How how is that going to be relevant? Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's a great question. And I can tell you there, because there are so many, so like when you look at your chart and especially if you go to other sites, um, like again, myhumanism.com is pretty, it's pretty simple and it's pretty easy to read, but there's some other very like much more complex sites. Mm -hmm. You can go so deep into human design, like it's crazy how deep science it it really is. It really is. And so because it's incorporating astrology and the Kabbalah tree of life and the chakra system, like there's so many 
facets to it. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's all of those combined. It's like, you know, where the planets are, but then where there's like gates and there's also, there's so much going on in the chart that it really does. It's, it's all, and it's all about energy. And again, you can go, you can go, if you want to read, there's a, if you get like the actual human design book, that's, that was um, like, written by the actual creator of human design. And it was, it was one of those things that was like channeled. If you want to know where it came from, it was, it was something that was channeled um, through a man who, and there's a book about it that you can read, but it really explains kind of like how this energy all works and then how it affects like, you know, how we live and how we interact with people and that kind of thing. But yeah, there, it, it really is a science. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And so how did you connect learning about the human design with the nutritional um, consultations and coaching that you do? Yeah. So for me, it, it's just, it's really just another awareness tool and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm big on awareness. I think awareness is something that we all need more of. And especially when it comes to like uh, wellness and nutrition the awareness piece is crucial because obviously we can't change what we're not aware of, like, first mm -hmm. of all. And two, I think, you know, one of the things I have my clients do when we're first starting out is, you know, they fill out a bazillion pages of intake forms, but within that they fill out this little food journal. And it's not just like, you know, what did you eat for breakfast? What did you eat for lunch? It's, it's asking that, but it's also asking like, how did you feel before? How did you feel after? What responses in your body did you feel? So it's really asking them to tune into their body to build that sense of awareness. And it's funny because like the first day they fill it out, they're kind of like, you know, I had chicken for lunch. I felt fine. But by the end mm -hmm. of the journal, I mean, they're like writing me paragraphs and tons, you know, all this information because mm -hmm. they're understanding like, oh, mm -hmm. now I connect the fact that I was, you know, I was mad at my kid before I, I ate breakfast. And then, oh, I was bloated later because like, you know, there's all mm -hmm. these connections between how you feel and, you know, your energy, the energy that you're in when you eat. And so there's this one awareness piece. And I feel like human design is just another awareness tool because it's again, making you more aware, aware of how you were designed, who you were designed to be. And it's just another aspect of being able to find that alignment in, you know, how you live and how you interact with people and how you interact with the world around you, just like, just like eating or exercising or, you know, anything else. I just, I think when you're looking at the body in a holistic way, which is what I do as a holistic nutritionist and as an FDMP, mm -hmm. it's the mind, it's the body, it's the soul. Like you can't, you can't work one without the other. Mm -hmm. And I think that human design piece is that soul piece. Like you have to have all those pieces together to really heal the body and create ideal wellness. Mm -hmm. Really beautiful. And do you work with a lot of people that experience burnout? Absolutely. Yes. hundred percent. Yes. I feel, I feel like that's like the new epidemic now is like, burnout. like yeah. it's just, and even, and it doesn't even have to be like, cause I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. I work with a lot of pro uh, professionals, but like it's, it's across the board. Like it doesn't matter what you do for a living. I have stay at home moms that are experiencing burnout. Like it doesn't yeah. matter what you do for a living. Mm -hmm. It's we're in such a society of stressed out people mm -hmm. and we don't know how to handle we don't know how to manage and honestly I know this sounds like super dramatic but I really feel like if more people understood human design we could avoid this so much mm -hmm. because again it, it's like I said at the beginning it's it's working against how you were designed to be it's when you meet that resistance and you're feeling the burnout and the exhaustion all of that like something is out of alignment. There's something in your body and your human design chart that you're living out of alignment. You're going against how, how you were designed to 
to work and manage and, Mm -hmm. and deal with the world around you. So, I mean, burnout is, I mean, it's probably one of the things I see most often is, and people's adrenals are like, so tired, like, Mm -hmm. they're just so worn out just from exhaustion and burnout. Yeah. Yeah. From like secreting so much adrenaline. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, it's always really interesting to have, um, you know, um, health specialists or nutritionists on the podcast, because I really, you know, in, in my own, you know, program, I focus just really on the mind and, you know, mm-hmm. understanding self-care and stress <clears throat> and productivity and mindfulness, sorry. <clears throat> um, and how you can combine it with leadership. And I, I mean, I do see it all the time with my clients as well, when I work with them one-on-one that, like the body and mind the body mind kind of connection of course but like nutrition and movement is such an important piece yes to take care of yourself and you know I talk about self-care and I just say you know self-care is important and you need to see what you eat and how you move and that's kind of that's kind of all I say about that you know Mm -hmm. um so for me it's always really beautiful and interesting to hear yeah it's had really has such an, an important effect and I think you know I've been talking with a lot of people lately as well about just the how the food in America has changed over the last few years and totally. I'm like super I've, I've gotten kind of um, crazy about food in the in the sense of you know I don't go to Safe Mart or Safeway anymore I just go yeah. to natural health food store yeah. and you know like when I started dating my my boyfriend you know we had a lot of discussions about that because I think you know guys are sometimes just interested in the amount of food that they yes <laughs> so true and they eat a a lot right they eat a lot throughout the day um and so when I you know started to introduce that that I'm going to the health food store and it's obviously a little bit more expensive than when you're going you know to a Walmart or any of these like big Mm -hmm. grocery stores Mm -hmm. but really how it has changed not just the taste and just obviously with that comes the enjoyment of of consuming food but also how it makes me feel is really so so different and absolutely my grandma always used to say don't save money on food it's the most important thing you can you do for your body and for yourself it's so true I I mean I feel like I mean that's such good advice that she gave you and I feel like that I feel like that's that that's I mean that's my feelings on your health like somebody posted on Facebook there that one of my friends posted on Facebook like what's the most important thing you can invest in And it's like, I mean, I don't know how you could say anything besides health, like honestly, and I know, you know, that's what I do, but, but really and truly all you have is your health. It's like, if you're going to skimp on anything, why why are you going to sacrifice, you know, what's good for your health? What's going to, you get one body. Yeah. This is the vessel that we're in right now. Like, I just, I just feel like that you, you, you cannot sacrifice on your health. And we also know how much it impacts us, right? When we are hungry or when we're eating something that's not good for us. And then we have, like you were saying, we are bloated or we are, um, you know, we have, all different kinds of symptoms that that's not making us feel good and then yeah. how much of an effect that has on our energy level totally so totally. yeah i i really believe nutrition is such an important mm-hmm. factor and um you know i'm thinking actually about a client that i've been working with for a while and she you know drinks like a huge starbucks in the morning for the first six hours of her day, yes. day or so and i'm always like oh, you really should rethink that but because i'm not really advising her right. you know, i'm not really right. talking about food on her health and, right 
food mm-hmm. and nutrition and mm-hmm. exercise is it you know it's it's hard for me to start that yeah. conversation because obviously it's so complex in itself yeah. and so I'm so happy that there are people like you that really yeah. talk about that in detail. Yeah. Um, you know one other thought that I had with human design and just kind of connecting with with what your type is 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 that maybe a fear that comes up for me in that regard mm-hmm. is, is that people use it maybe too much as an excuse yeah yeah they, yeah yeah. this is just the way I am and mm-hmm. I can't change it um, totally what, what do you think totally. about that <laughs> yeah no it's such a good point and I think and I think I meant to say this earlier and I didn't say it because the other piece of this too because when I did my my training with human design there's a lot of there's a lot of human design stuff out there that's like really like puts you in a box mm-hmm. and it, it, it kind of limits you, right? Like, Oh, well, this is, I can't do this or think this. Cause I'm and there, there, you can look at it that way. Mm-hmm. And like, you're saying, well, this is how I am. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but I think, I think it's supposed to be, I think it's meant to be so much more than that. It's, it's it really, again, it's not meant to put you in a box. It's, it's an awareness tool. Mm-hmm. It's just to bring an awareness to how you were designed and how, you know, individual and unique and different we all are and and can help you make decisions in the best way for your, you know, for your type and to help you, you know, personally and interpersonally and and how you interact with people. And and I, I encourage people who are, you know, you're listening to this and you're getting your chart and you're kind of diving in. Um, if you do end up like getting someone because you can go get a reading from a human design expert, like really do your homework on who you get to do it, because Mm -hmm. it really is important who, um, like who explains it to you, because it it can be limiting, and it can kind of put you in a box. And that's really Mm -hmm. not what it was meant to be. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to give my girl a shout out, Crystal Thompson. um, And you can find her on Instagram. And she was who I used before I did my own training. And I've done a few different readings with her. She, and she's like an old soul. Like, I swear, I don't know how she is such an old soul, but the way she explains things and she can go so deep into, it's just, it's incredible really. But, but to have somebody explain it to you in a way that's really expansive and like opens your mind to like, I'm capable of all these things. I didn't think I was capable of because I thought I was supposed to be this way. Like that, that's how we should be using it. Not to put us into a box and limit us because this is how I am. Yeah, for sure. And I think the important piece maybe to say about human design as well is, is of course, there's a type, but then yes. the reading goes so much deeper, not just yes. the reading, but also when you are, you know, going on a website and you're filling it out because there are so many nuances in yes. human design that even, you know, overall your projector, there's, you know, based obviously and um hope you said that so nicely that you know that for example just the time of birth if mm-hmm. if you if you're not 100 percent sure about that that can make such a big difference on mm-hmm. what the outcome is so right, right. you know it's it's really not like we're we're kind of simplifying it right now yes, in the podcast yes. and we're talking about it in a really simple way but it goes really into all of these different pieces it and does. there's yeah there's it's, there's a million things yes. to know about this yes but one sure. of the questions that really resonated with me that I would like to ask you um was the question why does knowing your human design type matter when it comes to your health as a busy driven woman it's a good question I think it goes back to you know kind of what I was saying at the beginning when we we're talking about um like kind of looking at human design through the lens of or looking at wellness through the lens of human design um but again, it's, 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 a, it's an awareness tool to understand 
how you work, how you operate, how you think, how you miss, make decisions. And I think for, so when you look at your human, human design chart, another, I had, I had a, I did an interview one time and she asked me like, what do you think is the most important piece of a human design chart? Mm. And I thought that was such a good question because mm. it, it was hard. And I thought about it for a second. I'm like, this is a hard question, but I'm like, really, I think it's not. Because if you look at your human design chart and there's what you'll see says strategy, the strategy on your chart is how you best make decisions. And that's the most important piece. And because that's the feeling you need to feel to know if you're in alignment. So like for me as a manifesting generator, mine is um, satisfaction is like my, my uh, feeling of, of when I'm in alignment, I feel satisfied. And mm-hmm. so I know that if I'm not feeling satisfied, that something's out of alignment. Frustration is my not self theme. So that's the feeling that I feel when I'm not in alignment. I think understanding those two things can be really helpful. And I think as, especially as an entrepreneur, as a one as entrepreneur, understanding, understanding your emotions and your feelings about things and, and being able to um, let those help you redirect, like understand how to redirect. And I think that's a really crucial part of human design is understanding how you best make decisions and knowing how you can shift to get yourself out of that position. So, so going back to the answer of your question, I know went around like around the world there to get to the answer, but, um, but I do, I think that just, again, just having that awareness tool to understand how you operate um, and kind of know where the conditioning is that may need to be unconditioned conditioning mm-hmm. is like, whether it's from society, maybe it's genetics from your family, from, you know, cultural, whatever that you've been conditioned a certain way. And I think having the, having, knowing your human design can really help kind of decondition you and really help you be more of who you're meant to be rather than who you have been conditioned to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm actually going to do it right now because I'm curious, am I, Are they gonna send it right away? I think so. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. You just push it, and then it'll do it like right then. Yeah. So let's do a live. Um, we're gonna take a look because I think it's always maybe hopefully encouraging people more um to go ahead and do it as well. So I'm just gonna. Yes. I just went on myhumandesign.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so now I'm gonna put in my name, my year, my month. Say. And then the hour when I was born, which is eleven mm-hmm. fifteen, And yes, I had to ask my mom to find out. <laughs> I did it too. And then my mom told me, and I'm like, are you sure? And she sends me a picture of my birth certificate. I'm like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. She knows. <laughs> and it also asks me the location. And it actually has a drop down that gives you the specific location. And it found the location in Germany where I was born. And so Perfect. I'm clicking now on view your chart. I click it. <laughs> Maybe oh, it's working. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it's working. Did it not come up? Oh, because the hour is not in there. Oh, the yeah, hour. Okay. okay, the hour was not in there. Here we go. <laughs> And okay. I will say, while that's while you're while it's coming up, if if everybody who listening who's listening who you know, runs a business, it'll totally change the way you run your business. Like a hundred percent. It really will. Yeah. So, um, I am a projector. I remembered correctly. It says people who can see a better, more efficient or upgraded approach to a specific thing and are here to share that with others. It says being invited. Mm -hmm. 
And what I want to talk with you about, which I think is really interesting, the digestion says closed taste. Yes. <laughs> This is another good one that I like to share with my clients is the digestion because mm -hmm. it does make a difference. So for you and closed taste, um, and I'm actually the opposite of you, mine is open taste. Closed taste is basically like you do okay. And I think this is also part of like you being a projector too, but you do okay eating kind of a pretty like kind of a monotonous diet, mm -hmm. like not like a lot of variety doesn't like, doesn't really, doesn't really excite you. Like you could eat the same thing all the time and you'd be okay. So, um, just kind of keeping it basic. And I feel like that works really good with projectors too. I find my projectors. So, and, and I have the opposite because as a manifesting generator, I'm the opposite of this. My projectors really do well with eating like a certain way. And I don't like restrictive diets. I'm not a fan of any of those, but eating a certain way. So they might like to eat paleo or vegan or the Mediterranean diet, whatever, but eating a certain way, I think it, it's just less energy for them to have to think about it. Like, I know I eat this certain way and this is how I'm going to eat. Whereas like for manifesting generators, we're the total opposite. We do not like being put in a box. We do not like being restricted. And so, um, so yeah, the, the digestion piece is, is really, can be really eye-opening because there's, there's some, there's like my son, he's a projector as well. And his is high sound which means that he mm. eats better when the environment's noisy. Like if there's music or TV, we're at a restaurant, like he thrives in that environment. So it, it is interesting to see the digestion and it really does. I mean, I've, I've had people who it's literally changed how they digest their food, just knowing that piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And I do, I do relate to this because I do eat very similar foods and I feel like I'm going through phases. Yeah. I feel like probably like seasonally a little bit mm -hmm. where I'm like, okay, I'm eating, you know, like a bowl of oats and chia seeds with cinnamon and fruit every morning. Yes. And I do this for six months. And yes. then, you know, six months later, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot see the bowl of fruit yes. Yes. and chia and seeds and oats anymore. <laughs> and then I eat maybe, you know, eggs um, yeah. on toast every morning. And then I do that yeah. again, like you were saying, I'll do yeah. that probably for six months. And then, yeah. Um, I and you, you know, what's funny is the closed taste. Typically that's what it is. It's like, kind of varying it seasonally. Like that's, that's exactly what closed taste is. So it's just kind of eating kind of seasonal, kind of like how your ancestors would have eaten. Like you eat what's in season and it's pretty, so that's like hundred percent spot on. So yeah. very cool. Um, Hope, tell us how we can learn more about you. Yeah. So um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at the Hope Pedraza. And then I also have a free Facebook group. It's called Live Wholesome and Healthy. And it's just all things functional nutrition, a little bit of human design sprinkled in. And then I do have a podcast, Hopeful and Wholesome. Oh, great. Tell us more about your podcast. What do you talk about in the podcast? Yeah, yeah. So the premise really is just health, wellness, and inspiration. And so we talk about nutrition, just wellness in general. I have quite a few episodes. If you want to know more about human design, I have probably four or five episodes now on human design, um, kind of some basics. And then we kind of dive deeper in like implementing it. So that could be helpful to kind of help you dive deeper into it. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want to send me maybe the links to those, yeah, for sure. put them in the show notes yeah. and also, you know, you, um, you called someone out like crystal, someone crystal. Yes. I'm um, reading. I would yeah. love to just maybe mention her in the show notes yeah. as well. If people are interested to um, invest in that because it's always very interesting to do these things and just broaden your horizon. Totally. So, Hope, it was such a wonderful 
um, you know, connection with you today. And I'm so happy that we got to talk with you a little bit about human design and finally introduced human design to the stressed podcast, because like I said, we've never talked about this before. And for you listener, if you have been, you know, very closely listening to this podcast and you feel like, wow, this is so interesting. And I know this one friend that would be so interested in hearing this or maybe you you know maybe you thought of your partner or yeah like a good friend or family member that you really you know thought oh i think they are this type or that type well share that episode with them and maybe do the test together with them as well to see um yes. if you're actually right or if you're absolutely <laughs> <not> right because <laughs> both can happen that's right and um yeah and that's all i wanted to share with you today so again hope thank you so so much for being here thank you and thank you so much for being here listener i wish you a wonderful rest of your day and i hope to hear you really soon <laughs>